Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the front room. They have faith in you. You should have been pulled in the fifth, but they had faith in you. And you. There is a delay in things, but then things happen, so you forget about the delay because we're tuned in. It's Palazzo Podcast. Prospects Power Half Hour. Phil Goyette, Michael Govier, MJ Govier. Phil Love Sports. P-H-I-L of sports. Phil, how you doing live from Ireland right now? Live in Dublin. Uh, doing good, man. Excited to be talking about, since I'm international, some international prospects uh, on the show this week. International. Yeah, we're going uh, international wo- worldwide. Wide. Wide. Investors? <laughs> Maybe you. <laughs> West Side World Fucking Wide. That's right. West Side Connection. So that's what I think of when I hear that. Remember those guys? Ice Cube had the West. He had Mac 10 and uh, the other yeah. guy for a minute. Yeah, right. He got his. Uh, that was good. He got his crew together and he got really into the Nation of Islam and stuff, right? They were like his oh, I forgot that part. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay, yeah, yep. Oh my God! Uh, Jasper man. said he had a rough day, man. I know we love Jasper here on the show. Shout out to you, my friend. Blue tire totaled my Jeep about two years ago, two hours ago. I'm home and ready for some prospect knowledge. Well, the least we could do is provide you with a top-notch quality show. So let's not delay any further with Westside Connection talk. Just remember to follow us everywhere you can. Phyllis Schwartz, MJ Govier, and of course, Plaza Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. You talk. Give me two. You know how it works on this show, so I'll leave it there for now. Newcomers, welcome. Sub the YouTube channel. Keep the subs growing. All right, so the international free agents have signed. Now, we don't call them free agents anymore, right? Is that over? Oh, I still call them that. Maybe maybe that's I'm supposed to call them something else now. <laughs> no, no I, I, I honestly just thought about it for a minute because it seems they're prospects – who and there's been a lot of changes to the way international work is done in Major League Baseball, right? So I thought that maybe they weren't so much as free agents as hey, this is the prospect draft in a sense, but it's not really a draft. Well, we we always used to call them J two prospects because the signing date was July second. So these were the J two signings, and then of course that got messed up from COVID, and now it's January fifteenth signings. Um, and in reality, a lot of these kids have deals in place when they're like 13 or 14 years old with major league teams through a handler in their home country um, with the handler getting some sort of kickback for, to get the kid to sign with a certain team. Um, and in, in some instances, the kids quit working out completely for other teams. So if the Yankees go oh. and see a kid they really like and they get a deal worked out and the kid's 13 or 14 years old or whatever, um, uh, he stops playing showcases and stuff for other teams. Okay. It's like a black box well, scenario. Oh, no. That sounds really intense. I do know. Who is the... Is there a big bust? If you think of like, oh, man, that J2, he was going to be amazing. Is there a J2 bust that comes to mind when I ask you that right away? 
who's the most recent one? Kevin Kevin Maitan from the Angels. Oh, I think he was M A I T A N. I know that name. Yes, I, I believe. Um, I'm winging it here. Uh, he was. I think he was part of the Braves class that got him into big, big trouble. Um, and got him basically banned from making oh. international signings and got your man banned from baseball. Um, and uh, Maiton then subsequently signed with the Angels, I think. He kind of got released and re-signed. I think that's how it went. And uh, he was supposed to be the next, oh, I don't know, Miguel Cabrera or something. Um, when the problem was he took on Miguel Cabrera's weight of 35 years old when the kid was like 17 or 18 when he came stateside. So he really ballooned. He just never really hit like people thought he was going to, but these things happen. It's just too hard to project when the kid is 15 or 16 years old, what kind of ball player he's going to be when he's 21, 22, in my opinion. Poor Kevin Maitan. Well, it wasn't meant to be. We're hoping that this new wonderful, exciting hope of youths to youths will be Something special. And if you're playing Dynasty, you're very much connected to this. Uh, how does it work? Because I haven't had a Dynasty experience where we got involved with the J2s. I assume they were mixed into the first-year player draft most of the time. Is that correct? Yeah, about 99% of the time, yes. Either in a FYPD or some leagues call them supplemental drafts. Um, so usually it's all rolled in together and you're kind of evaluating these guys along with the college and prep players who signed um, in the summer during the MLB draft. So it's kind of becomes one class of players for dynasty leaguers. Uh, I do run a dynasty league where we have a separate auction for the international free agents, kind of like in real life. And uh, people auction those guys, and then we do a rule four draft, like the real rule four draft in MLB. But that's kind of rare. It's fun though. Hardcore. That is hardcore. I like it. It does sound like fun. I'm pissing off a lot of people right now. So first, let's get to Jasper. This is the live stream, by the way. If you listen to the podcast version, hey, Jasper says sometime this evening, MJ, I'm going to send you a mail with a few questions I have for you. If that's okay, baseball related. Of course, that's okay. Me and Phil love that yeah, yeah. shit. We would Fire never. It off. Yeah. Bring the heat, Jasper. And we're so sorry, man. I mean, what can we say? It blew a tire, totaled your Jeep. It's fucking, yeah. I, there's, I, I, guess, I wish there was something we could do for you. Thank God you're on YouTube talking to us right now. And it wasn't anything worse. I, I, totaling your car sucks, but uh, thankfully you're okay. And we're here chatting with you. The banquet beer. Oh, I just pressed the wrong button there. What was that course? He could have it. That might help, though. Uh, uh, <laughs> about six of those. <laughs> ah, serendipitous drop button press. And at either rate, he doesn't want to think about what happened today. He's here to listen to us to get away from it all. So we'll get back to what we're talking about. But I am pissing off the people in this new Dynasty draft. So I told you I got involved. I offered you a spot. You're busy, man. I understand. But I did tell you. It turns out that roster I shared with you doesn't mean shit because there's a dispersal draft. So it all starts over. Okay. Yeah. So all those guys are back in the pool. So Julio Rodriguez is no longer on my team because I didn't take him. And there's salaries involved, too. I, some dynasties don't do salaries and stuff. This is very specific with full on. Like, I got Ronald Acuna with my first choice. And okay. he's at $29 million. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to love that. But $29 million, I'm like, I don't care about your cost. For him, I'll pay anything. Yeah, I like it. Uh, you didn't get his nice real life. 
salary, unfortunately for you, though. That's an even yeah, I know. sweeter That's deal. <laughs> He's not making no $29 million a year yet. I still feel like an idiot because I don't know how the salaries were set up. And there's a ton of information in this league. And I got Deary, my fellow Palazzo partner, to sign up for this league because he was looking for something like this. But it's so involved. There's so much information. <laughs> it's like the most my, complex dynasty league in history. My tip for a league like that with either real-life salaries or some other type of salary cap element to it is, number one, don't get too hung up on the salary part. Some people can get overturned on that stuff. Remember, you're still just trying to win a fantasy league. Uh, and then number two, a good thing to do is take a projection. Like you can go on fan graphs and you can get dollar projections uh, specific to whatever your salary cap is in your league. So if you have like a 300 million salary cap, let's say, or something, some oddball cap, or it's like a real life thing and you have like 150 or 200 million, you can set your calculator budget to 200 or 300 or whatever your league is put all your league settings into the calculator and then it'll take the steamer projections and give you a dollar amount to peg the projections to because you don't know you're looking at acuna's line and you're like is he a 29 million dollar player and the answer to that question is i don't know you need to do more research into how the uh 29 million relates to the overall budget that you have. So you can't really answer that question without having that math done. And that also for me has helped a ton. Um, And then if you'll find if you're somebody that's in like a real life salary league, sometimes uh, there's inefficiencies between what a player is worth in real life and what he's worth in fantasy. And so because those salaries are based on his real life value, once you put it through the fantasy calculator, there's going to be deals there. I guarantee it because uh, real-life teams pay for different stuff than what fantasy players pay for. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Jasper says, all good. Thank you, fellas. Of course, brother. Good. That is fascinating stuff. Thank you, Phil. I'm going to look into that further for my team. And the reason people yeah, are pissed at me, though, is because Oh, is there pissed because I'm taking too long with my picks and there's no timer? This is a dispersal draft with no clock. So I've pissed off this one guy who's like a hardcore. It's not a surprise that he seems like he's a Yankees guy. I think he has a Yankees uh, logo in his avatar and he's like always on my ass. Like it's going to change anything. So There's no clock, but he's pissed. <laughs> he has a right to be pissed, actually. I'm letting the team, I'm letting them down. They want to make their picks. There's only seven new owners. So it's seven person draft should move a lot quicker than your you know if it was a brand new league or something so i'm definitely letting everybody down and i understand that leanne was here over the weekend so i got caught up when the draft started i wasn't ready and i was paranoid i didn't want to screw up either because these initial picks to me were very important don't be bullied folks take your sweet ass time especially in the beginning when you're setting up your brand new team with these crucial first picks or you know what if you're in a draft and you think people are taking too long, there's a really easy solution. It's called draft the fucking team live, and you won't have to worry about it. I just I can't stand the people that have they are in a you join a league and the rule says the timer is eight hours. And then you're pissed every time somebody <laughs> takes two hours. Just do live drafts. Anyway, it makes sense to me. Hell, these me type of people were born for auction drafts. Yeah, they should be doing live auctions so they have five hours of just nonstop action. Those people that's will then be. Main, that's our that's our main dynasty. We have a live auction every year. It's fantastic. 
That sounds incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm really into hey. auctions, especially live auctions more than ever. Very much into it now. Let me shoot. I see Jasper's comment there. He's looking for a dynasty league. Uh, good thing you're here tonight. Um, I've got a startup one, if you'd be interested. It's a pretty simple dynasty, so there's no contracts. Um, you just get to keep a guy for a certain number of years. Uh, you get uh, 40 major leaguers, 30 minor leaguers. It's head-to-head. Um, we're starting it up this year. It's going to be fan tracks. Uh, it's 100 bucks to join. So, Jasper, if you're interested, get at me. Let me know. We've got room right now. I'm looking to try and start drafting a slow draft in February to get it rolling. So, uh, I'll announce live. Uh, Jasper, if you want to get in, get it. I'm in now. So, I'm committing. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Yeah. Woo! There it is. I do all my leagues. I do all my leagues in a Discord server, so I have a number of them I run. You get in the Discord server, it keeps everything organized. You can chat with people in there, do trade talks. We have a Hall of Fame. People get little trophies when they win a league, so um, wow. it's a fun time. Jasper, I think you should join with me. It sounds like an ideal situation. You know you can trust Phil, too. Seems like a great commish. All right, so anyways, uh, so that league carries on. And uh, the thing about it, the last thing I want to mention, because I know we want to talk about these international signings, but these decisions, like you said, Phil, to take, there's a lot of prospects that are available in this dispersal draft. Remember, it's seven different teams of all their rosters just dumped into one, including something I didn't understand. Make sure you know your rules. And if they don't do a good job of explaining to them, blame them. That's fine. But the picks for the next prospect draft were also mm-hmm. available to be selected. And I I inherited the worst team. The Pirates apparently were the first pick overall, and I lost that pick because I didn't understand that was part of this draft. It wasn't just players. It was selections. So Yeah, so you could pick draft picks. Yeah, and they're all available. All of my picks would have been available. So I'll have to take someone else's, but I'm trying to win. So I took guys like Acuna, and I took Brian Reynolds, mm-hmm. and I took... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I took Giolito as my number one starter and I'm taking Lizardo and I took Brady Singer, all these guys that are ready to go. You got the most radical guy I have right now is uh Sibian Woods Richardson in terms of a guy who's, but he's going to, he should be up this yeah, year ready to go. I believe that great prospect. So, uh, yeah, that's usually my approach too, as I go for major leaguers. Um, if, and if you feel like you're missing out on the prospect craze, you just go for maybe younger major leaguers like Brady Singer or something, guys that have upside still because they're in the majors, but they could still develop. So that's my move. I, that's how I would do it too. You don't Ooh, need to yeah. start in a dynasty league in a rebuild. If your team sucks, then you rebuild it. <laughs> Especially if it's a dispersal draft like this, there's guys available yeah. here. Big, I mean, yeah. So your last point about the people get paranoid about the salary deal, Paul Goldschmidt is still available. He has a $35 million salary. Nobody wants to pay it because he's 34 years old, but he's still available. And we're in the ninth round of this thing. Do you think that's weird? I would have, I got to see what's the, what's the total salary cap, I guess would be my first. It's real life. Apparently like it's like 210 million or whatever it was last for the actual maximum cap allowed under the luxury tax. Okay. Last so, year. um, probably too much. I would probably stay away. Yeah. From yeah. Oh, it is. I don't too think much. he'll make 35. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he's going to make 35 million. He wouldn't make $35 this year in an auction no, draft he where you have a, where you have a budget of 260 or 280, depending on your league. That makes so, so much uh, sense. If, you're, if your budget's 210, you've, 
at the bare minimum need to decrease everything by about 20% from what a book auction value would. But I'm telling you, the best way to do it is just plug all the exact settings into that fan graphs calculator. If anybody wants uh, me to show you how to do it, let me know. I'll show you how I do it. It's free. Baseball Prospectus has a great tool that I, I pay for a subscription there so I can get this tool with the Pakoda projections in there. But it's the same premise. You put your projections in, but it does the math based on your league-specific settings because the value of your player depends completely on the settings of your league. It's a doozy. That sounds like a doozy. All right, so let's dive into it. Now, according to an article that I read today, it gave me the biggest names. Some of the biggest names I was made aware of, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong because you're the guru. By the way, we're... Me and Dewey were cracking jokes about gurus on the last episode. It was hilarious. Just everybody's a guru. And it's so funny to use that word over and over again because it's so ridiculous. But uh, so the Yankees, some people are saying, again, it's the Yankees. They dominate this shit. The Yankees got a guy, Mr. Arias or Arias. I don't know. I haven't heard it pronounced out loud, so I don't have an official pronunciation. A-R-I-A-S. Uh, he's going to be a five-tool dude. What's the story? Yeah, it could could be. I agree with your uh, take that the Yankees really do a good job in international free agency. Part of it's just because of how the rules are set up. They aren't limited there like they would be in the draft because they're always picking later in the draft with a smaller bonus pool to pay out. IFA, they have the same money available as anybody else. Um, and outside of the money they can give to the players to sign, they also just have a lot of resources that no other organization has. So they can flood these areas with, um, they call them special assistants or assistants. Uh, if they have a player that they really want to sign and there's a coach or um, advisor or something, uh, guess what? You might be working for the Yankees as a special assistant for a year or two just to hammer out the one deal. So, um, <laughs> Roderick Urias, by the way. Roderick Urias. Uh, and they do a good job of developing – if you look through their prospects right now in the system, they've got tons of guys that came through the international ranks. So they're very good at getting these kids acclimated uh, and turn them into productive major leaguers too. Uh, so RES was Pipeline's number one, MLB Pipeline's number one international uh, prospect. He's a shortstop. He's a switch hitter. I thought he looked really skinny. I put this in the notes, um, which is no big deal because a lot of these kids look really skinny to me when they're 16 or whatever. I'm Phil, me, Uncle Phil here. I was kind of a bigger 16-year-old, so I wasn't, uh, I don't know, this kid looked 135, 145, something like that. At the same age, I definitely would have been pushing him around athletically is all I'm saying. So um, he he has room to grow, but he also needs to grow into something because he, he looked pretty skinny to me. Um, so, look, it's a, it's a projection thing. I know they're saying five-tool potential on him. I suppose – um, it's hard to put <laughs> it's hard to put the hit tool on a kid at 16 and hasn't faced any kind of um, talented pitching, really. So uh, the showcase pitching isn't very good. He might be in the Dominican this summer and then stateside next year. So, I mean, I would pump the brakes on the five tool stuff with the 16 year old kid. Uh, I think uh, he's 17 now. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah 17 now. Yes, that's right. But who cares? The point is valid and what you were trying to say it makes tons of sense to me. I think you're very much dubious of these types of players in terms of 
donning them with any types of crowns or titles. And yes, Jasper says, I believe I may just do that in terms of the Dynasty League Phil's offering. But the wife overheard the cash. I'd have to do that on the sly, on the low key. I'd do them for free. I would do them for free, Jasper. It's just really a mechanism to try and keep people invested in and stay in the league. So, Agreed. I like, I'm like playing them for free. It doesn't matter to me. Although there's a lot of fallacies about that actually working, especially you know, people who work yeah. out, they pay a bunch of money, they still don't work out, but whatever. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Yeah. I know yeah. what you're up to, Phil. Okay, so uh, all right, a little dubious about Mister Rodgers. Yeah, so he was the, he was the pipeline. He was the pipeline number one, and then uh, you know, Baseball America had Christian Vaquero, who was out ah, there. Huge money signed as their number huge one. Money. And yes, he got he got more money. Um, so there might be something to it, and um, I put it in the notes. So you have to think about uh, sources when you're looking at the, these IFA kids that are signing who are the primary source that you're getting the information from MLB pipeline. Um, they do a lot of good work, but they're also affiliated with the league. So um, you'll see, and even in their grades and stuff, they're not going to go trash these young kids and they shouldn't probably. Right. Um, and they'll focus on the upside and stuff, but they don't always um, have primary source information. That's unbiased. Right. Cause it's come from the league baseball, America, Ben Badler, he goes to the Dominican every year um, and sees oh, yeah. players Love on his ben own. Out, outside of talking to agents, scouts, uh, his contacts that he has, he he sees the players as well, right? So as, if you want primary source, you're going to have to subscribe to BA and you're going to have to read Badler's stuff. And you'll see a lot of his takes really trickle down into other stuff in the public sphere too because he's really, excuse me, one of the only people that's seen anybody. So... B.A. had Vaquero. B.A. had Vaquero, the number one international prospect. I know they've they've seen him. Um, he went to the Nats. The Nats have a good track record um, with international free agents. Um, and I thought, I put in the notes, I think he looks a little more physically mature than what Arias looked like for the same age. Um, so Ooh. I think if I'm picking between the two, I agree with Matthew Z. Vaquero is the one. So I'm, I'm with you. I think I would rather have him over Arias of the Yankees. There it is. Yeah, Matthew Z says Vaccaro is the one. He's Neo, for those of you that seen the new Matrix, uh, or the old Matrix. Not many. There was not many of you. It's from looking at things. Uh, yeah, it bombed. Uh, you know, the people who did say it, they said they loved it, the people who watched it. Very odd. So I didn't agree with that necessarily. Anyway, yeah, Matthew, you could be right. Thanks for joining the stream here. Sub the channel right here, the Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. We love Give me two. you guys here. We're talking international free agent signings here, international signings of prospects, players who are very young, and who the hell knows what's going to happen. Uh, but, you know, you said all these resources the Yankees had. I just wanted to mention real quick. But So what about the bonus pool of money? Isn't that supposed to equal everything out? The bonus pool limits, like, how much you can give a player. That didn't used to for, okay, so international, there is now a cap uh, that every team has the same right. level. It didn't used to be that way. They could go play around with the cap numbers and give give out more money. Uh, but the cap doesn't limit, like, the resources they can put on the ground there. So, you know, they it limits oh, the okay. deal they can agree saying. to with the player, but it doesn't prevent them it. from paying 100 scouts, advisors, um, this, I don't know what, isn't that what they called them in, uh, in Nam when they would, 
They were, you were like a civilian advisor. <laughs> so, but they would, you know, Man. they could Consultants. They send, right. They can send more resources. They've got better um, international facilities in the Dominican, for example, and have for a long time. So they see the kids younger because they're coming in for camps or whatnot. So they have a lot of advantages in the international system. And why, I think they would probably push against any kind of international draft. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's another one. That's a part of the CBA, possibly. Uh, Math again, Matthew Z. Hasn't Ben Badler said they do not rank? They just order in terms of their bonus. Oh, that's interesting. Possibly. Um, when I when I looked, they had a one-to-five list with Vaccaro at the top. So when I was looking on Twitter earlier today, that's, where I, that's okay. what I based that off of. But that might be, and that's not a terrible way to do it either, is you could just – Line. If you're looking at doing this for your FYPD, you could line these guys up by bonuses paid, and you can see that as a starting point maybe to start your research. So, What up, Marty? Marty always shows up. I feel like Marty gets out of work at the exact same time every time we're doing our show because he always shows up at this certain point. <laughs> Marty, I hope you're out of work and you're having a great day. Good to see you, my local Detroit friend. By the way, uh, do we know who Detroit signed? I didn't get a chance to look at the Tigers, so... I didn't. I should have known you were going to ask me this. I'm, I'm not sure who they got. I'm not sure. Stump me. Yeah. Who Stumper? cares about that? That's fine. <laughs> B- Basement-feeding AL Central franchise. Uh, I wanted to talk about Oscar. So Oscar Colas, though, see, you're talking about all yeah. the youth here. Now, Oscar Colas yeah. is different. He is 23 years old from Cuba, supposedly. Yep. He's the Shohei yeah. Otani of the mountains. Uh, wait, so Shohei Otani of Cuba? Wait a minute. You know what I'm doing? I might be mixing up my article I read about. Yeah, I might have mixed up my article I read about Shohei Otani in the Japanese mountains with uh, Oscar Colas. But either way, please, Oscar Colas is 23. That sounds like an impact player. Yeah, he was at one point a two-way prospect. Um, He actually went to Japan um, where he played in the minor leagues in Japan for a bit and then actually did get called up by the MPB major league team there. Then went back to, I believe, the Dominican is where he was working out. He's been rumored to be signed like have a sign agreement with the White Sox for a couple of years. It got pushed to 2022 so they could get use more of the bonus pool on him this year than they could have in last year because I believe last year was the year they signed Uelke Cespedes. So, uh, but the White Sox have been, had a Cuban player pipeline. I drafted him. Yeah, Uelke. Last year in my FYPD, I, t- I drafted him, I think, with my third pick. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know how much is there. We'll see. Um, yeah, the White Sox have done a great job with Cuban players. You can go through the list uh, in the history of the franchise. It goes all the way back Jose to Manny Contreras. Minoso, the first one. Jose Contreras. Oh, it goes to Minoso. Yeah. Wow. El Duque, Jose Contreras, uh, Alexa Ramirez, Jose Abreu, uh, Yoan Moncada. Uh, if you remember Diane Viciedo, the tank, he was supposed to, you know, <laughs> amount to something. Uh, but he was another good kind of young signing. So um, they're, they're always solid with getting Cuban players to join the team. Uh, Yaz, Yasmani Grandal. Uh, good good for you, Jasper. I'd, I'd love to have Jasper in and be fun, I think. He looks like he's committing. He'll get with us later. But Jasper, live on the Plato Podcast, Prospects Power Half Hour, committing to Phil Goyette's Dynasty League. The double deuce. The double deuce Dynasty League. You're, you'll love it. It's going to be fun. Tribute. Um, Tribute to the double deuce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Colas, the nice part about Colas, all right, left-handed hitter, which the White Sox need, 
Um, and he's got an incredibly strong arm because he was a two-way prospect. So he could handle right field arm strength-wise. The White Sox really need a right fielder and a left-handed hitter. So there's definitely a path in the organization for him to get playing time pretty soon. I don't know if it happens uh, very soon this year. I was reading a little bit about him getting hung up in the Dominican with some, I think it was a visa issue. Um, it sounds like they're getting it resolved and he should be able to play stateside this year. But he's it's going to take time, I think, for him to acclimate. I want to anticipate that he's up very soon, maybe towards the end of the end of the season if they need something. But as a long-term thing, I do like Colas. He should hit for power. Um, and the worst-case scenario, you're going to know what you have in him in the next two years or something. You won't be waiting five or six years to see if he pans out. Utah, give me two. That's right, two, two years. years, no problem. Yeah. I assume this is Christian Crespo, who is under the Triple Play Fantasy Network YouTube login right now because Christian's locked in, loves prospects. Check out his work over there at Triple Play with prospects. If you're into prospects, that's another place to go. Sure. Is it the Wells? Chris Wells, prospect one, legend status over there, of course. Ben Badler's a legend. But Christian Crespo, very underrated. Of course, Phil Goyette, my guy right here. That's my guy. And But I love Christian, too. But Christian's <laughs> locked in, and he shared the signings. He also – oh, here's Christian now. Now Christian's putting his hands up. Wait a minute. I don't know what's happening anymore. Who's who? Yeah. He also says that Osorio – so the Tigers had a bunch of signings. Javier Osorio, shortstop, was the number 13th-ranked prospect in this period. Somebody I'm going to have to look into. I don't know anything about him. Very I'm exciting. Think- uh <laughs> If we talk Tigers, who who in recent years have they have come through the international pipeline that kind of became oh, impact boy. from a prospect uh, status? Andy Dirks? <laughs> international. I'm t- it was Andy Dirks. He was a he was that Belgian. He was a Belgian uh, prospect, right? Andy Dirks. <laughs> um Here's the top five uh, international signings of all times for the Tigers. Here you go. Number one, Eugenio Suarez. Definitely. Oh, yeah. He's contributed at the major league level. For the rest. Francisco Cordero. (laughs) Francisco Cordero. Avaseo Garcia currently playing in the majors. Yeah. And Juan. Remember Juan Encarnacion, who won a World Series with the Cardinals. Ugh. And lastly, but definitely not least, Fernando Rodney. That's a solid list. Yeah, um, a good list, but none, none very recent, right? Who's the most recent guy on there? Avisale. Eugenio's thirty now, so and Avisale's twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They're <laughs> looks like they had a nice remember little moment there with a couple uh, of Man, his debut. Remember his debut? It was like so dumb. This is <laughs> oh my god! It's Ty Cobb again or something. You know what I mean? It was nuts. There's all this stuff that about was it. Was Mig- kind of a- it was like Harold Miner, baby Miggy. Here he is. It's just so stupid that people make these leaps. The same Harold shit. Harold Miner's going to be baby Jordan, dude. Oh my God. Baby he won Jordan. the dunk yeah, contest. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the show. The half hour is up. We've done it. We did it. We do it. Phil's got to go to bed. Phil is, by the way, he's recovering. He's feeling better. He's been a little bit under the weather. So wish him well. Give him all of your positive vibes. Oh, Harold Castro in 2010, says Christian. Is that really exciting, though? Well, I'm trying to think who the Isaac Paredes. Um, I do like him. I I still like his bat, man. He hit that Grand Slam a couple years ago. That was exciting. 
Yeah, uh, good hit tool. Maybe maybe figures it out. So, mm-hmm. Jamer, no, Candelario was a Cubs guy. They traded for him. I don't know. I don't. I can't really think of them having much of a track record with internationals. Well, all of a sudden we have the most viewers that we've had on the show right now, but we're leaving. So, hey, good to see you all. You can go back and watch the entirety of the show, listen to what we had to say about Dynasty Talk. And, oh, real quickly, Phil, I know we're over your time, but, hey, uh, what do you think of this guy, the number one guy out of the Bahamas who signed with the Giants? They gave him a lot of money, and you mentioned him. I looked into him, and I was like, oh, okay, so this guy looks like he could be a pretty damn good player. Uh, his name is uh, Reckley, Ryan Reckley, I believe. Uh, and any, yes. any excitement there? It's not, yes. It sounds like the Giants have been scouting him for a bit. Um, I haven't got to listen to Roger. So if you follow Roger Munter on Twitter, uh, great Giants-based account. He has a podcast about <laughs> Giants. And Roger had the Giants international scouting director on this week. I haven't got to listen to the podcast yet. But so check that Ooh. out. He'll give you way more detail than me, I'm sure. Um, but he's supposed to be reckless, supposed to be a pretty complete player. And he's also um, he got the highest bonus from the Giants since Marco Luciano, who was an elite kind of prospect now. So there could be a lot of promise with Reckley. He'd be a guy I'd check out for sure. Um, some successful players, obviously, from the Bahamas, like Jazz Chisholm. Um, so uh Check him out for sure. Listen to Roger's podcast too to get way more detail than what I'm giving you. That's a great point. Thank you. I, I skipped on Luciano. He's available in our current dispersal draft. I could have had him three times, and I'm just not really that excited from a fantasy perspective about him right now. And I'm trying to win yes. money now too. So I said, no, thanks. Yeah, two, three years. All right. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, that'd be fun. So there it is. Thank you so much to Phil Goyette. He always brings it. Phil of Sports on Twitter, P-H-I-L. It's right there on your screen. But for those of you that are listening at home or in your car or under a bridge, wherever you may be right now, uh, if there's a tornado coming, being under a bridge is not a good place to be. People, it's a false. I'm always saying that. It's a myth. (laughs) (laughs) It's a myth. Do not get under a bridge, okay? All right. So next week, uh, we'll do the show. We'll talk more about. You know, maybe we'll have some progress. Maybe there'll be some negotiations uh, about the lockout. In the meantime, thank you, everybody. Love doing the show. And uh, a new full episode will be available tomorrow night, too. Me and Deary will be live. We just did a full episode last week. So check out the rest of the channel. Uh, you know, peruse around. Have yourself a good time. And, uh, again, hit us up with Prospect Talk on Real Time and Twitter. Tweet at me or Phil, MGA Govia, yeah. Phil of Sports. Send us we want to engage with you. Or, yeah. Yes. Send us videos of the players you watch. Yeah, yeah. Hook it up. Get at us. Hook it up. All right. See you guys. Later. Prospects is a curious thing. Make a person trade everything for a king. Wander Franco is your one true love. For a prospect, you'll trade all the Sometimes, but it might just save your life. That's the power of prospects. That's the power of prospects. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.